0: This is Packs What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. Welcome back to another episode
1: of the Packs What She Said podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Maggie Loney, joined as always by Perry Goldstein. And we finally, it feels like we haven't had many of these, are recording on a victory Monday after the Packers beat the Bears at Soldier Field 28 to 19 to become the winningest franchise in NFL history with their 700 an 87th win, breaking the tie with the Bears. So I think all around, Perry, just a really good Sunday.
0: Yeah, good Sunday. We love a win against the rival, even if they're an inferior opponent. And yeah, it's very much a milestone for the franchise. I think this is the first time in the modern era that they've taken the lead in wins right over the Bears. So thanks to Farvin and Rodgers for that nice run.
1: Yeah, it it is kind of crazy to think about like how far behind the Packers were in the series before Rodgers and Favre came to and just, you know, blew it out of the water. And I think it's it's one of those things, too, that not to read like too much into the tea leaves, but you could tell Rodgers is always like extra appreciative, I guess, after games like this now, because he doesn't know what his future holds. So he made, you know, some comments about if this is the last time he's playing at Soldier Field, like. It's nice to go out with this kind of win. So let's talk about the win because it was not the prettiest game. but a win is a win and the Packers are now at five and eight and they don't really control their own destiny at this point, as far as the playoffs, but they did win and winning feels good.
0: It does. Um, I know that there are some fans out there who, you know, maybe don't want them to win the rest of the season draft, et cetera. But I think for a competitive team that has a winning mentality, like these games really matter And um, you don't really want to lose to your division rival, no matter what the context around the game is um, for the season. So I don't think I really learned too much about this team in this game. Like if you're looking for anything, maybe the only major takeaway I would have from this win is Christian Watson seems like he is the real deal for a week straight now of multiple touchdown passes, clutch plays, just absolutely changing the offense. But Um, that's really it. The Packers looked like the Packers. They had the same, you know, mistakes that they've had this whole season, but luckily enough, they just played a a worse team and ended up eking out a win.
1: Yeah. I thought it was interesting too. Larry McCarron after the game was talking to Matt LaFleur about like, you know, did this feel like a more complete victory that you've seen from your team? You had special teams, like a blocked field goal. We haven't seen that really this year. Keyshawn Nixon continues to be impressive. Um, you had the defense, you know, forcing turnovers. I think it was one of like the if not the first, one of the first times all season the Packers were positive in turnover differential instead yeah. of negative. The offense, you know, put up twenty eight points, which typically wins you football games. So, you know, just the idea that this team is starting to play complete football in all three phases. And I know, you know, they asked Aaron Rodgers about it too, the hypotheticals and like you can't, you know, project too much about what the offense could have been or should have been, but It is nice to see some complete football, even if it feels like it's not going to save the season at this point.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, It's interesting you point out the turnover battle because it's true. And if you look at the stats, I'm pretty sure the Bears had more total yards. They had more passing yards. They had less punts. Like There there were stats that the Bears did better than the Packers did in this game. Obviously, they were leading for pretty much the entire game until the fourth quarter but when it comes to the turnover battle and the Packers capitalized on some, not all of their ability to take the ball away, like that's what ends up winning games. Yeah. So, I mean, I know we, there's not a
1: lot to say about wins like this, right? Mm -hmm. We're not talking about like a playoff picture at this point. The Packers aren't really in control of anything. There's a lot of football that still needs to happen for the Packers to even be considered in playoff contention. But was there anybody, I guess, that like, Shout out to you. You mentioned Christian Watson already. I know we gave out game balls last week as far as like, you know, players that we were really excited about or that deserved it. Is there anybody that like you know, you, you really feel like deserved a shout out for their performance on Sunday?
0: I want to talk about Christian Watson more. That, please do,
1: <laughs> please do.
0: <laughs> because i am just so unbelievably impressed with him and i know that it was talked about in the post-game pressers but like you can literally see from the beginning half of the season to the second half of the season just the absolute like 180 and granted he was hurt right so you think about like if this is him healthy he's just gonna keep adding things to his repertoire but even when he was healthy and he was playing they were really only using using him on motion and like jet sweeps he had his first touchdown actually on a rushing touchdown on end around and we were kind of sitting here thinking like okay let let christian run some routes like can we see him run some routes and then you get him pretty much just on go balls and you're like okay we get it he's a deep threat like that's great he's got the speed he's got the size but now you're seeing him really be able to do more than both of those things, right? He's actually like running a little bit more of a complex route tree. He's using the middle of the field. Rogers is using him to attack the middle of the field. He obviously is also a phenomenal deep threat, but he's just like a lot more um, of a like nuanced wide receiver now. And it's really exciting to see because he's only a rookie and i think he's only going to get better and there's things to clean up but he's like been such a willing and phenomenal blocker as well which is something that is really important in the Matt LaFleur offense so he's very very quickly in pretty much like 5 weeks um developed into a pretty nice well rounded wide receiver and he's only a rookie And I just think you look at some of the staffs that he's put up and the comps of the only other players in the history of the NFL who have been able to do the things that he's doing. And I know it's still a very short sample size, but you can't ignore that the only other players who have put up the numbers that he is are guys like OBJ. And Randy Moss and some of the Packers greats like Sterling Sharp and James Lofton. And like those names are hard to ignore when you're looking at the success he's had as a rookie. So if you're looking at one thing to take away from this Packers season is that I think they hit on their receiver. Yeah, and shockingly,
1: of course, it was a second-round wide receiver because the Packers (laughs) have no success with second-round wide receivers. Um, But yeah, Zach Jacobson put this on Twitter, and I'm glad you brought up some of those comps already, the Randy Moss, the OBJ, um, Johnny Blood McNally, and then Don Hudson and Christian Watson are the only three players in the Packers franchise history to ever record at least seven receiving touchdowns and multiple rushing touchdowns in the same season. So thinking about, like, you know, I know it's hard to compare, you know, different eras, but Christian Watson being in the same breath statistically as like Don Hudson is really special for this franchise, especially when you think about, you know, the success of like, you mentioned Sterling Sharp, you've got Devonte Adams, you've got some really historic receivers for the Packers that haven't been able to do the impressive things that he's done, you know, as far as his rookie season. So, and I think we talked too at the beginning of the season, right about the Packers, like they're probably not going to have a Jamar Chase or a Justin Jefferson. And it's not to compare Christian Watson to those guys at this point. But I think, you know, this emergence is maybe more than any of us were expecting. We kind of were like, you know, Rogers typically acclimates kind of slowly to new receivers. He's going to have to lean on his rookies, but will he, will the trust develop? And now Christian Watson is like the guy, you know, like it felt like there were some shots that Rodgers was taking that even though they didn't connect, he was looking to Watson. Like that was his first read, his second read, wanting to get him the ball. And I think that says a lot about not only Watson, but the growth that Rodgers has had too, and the understanding that to make this offense function, you're going to need to lean on these young guys.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, Watson is, is truly always open. And I think it was very stark in this game where I thought Lazard had a really nice game, but for the most part, nobody else could really get open. This game was... Christian Watson and Lazard and A.J. Dillon. And we can talk about A.J. Dillon because I'm sure you want to as well. He had probably his best game of the season so far. But to me, you know, Christian Watson really is, like you said, he's the guy and he's being targeted even regardless of if he makes mistakes. And I've been thinking about this over the course of this season because I think it's the same with Romeo Dobbs and I can't wait for him to come back as well and see them on the field together for basically the first time. But I think it says a lot that Rodgers continued to go to them throughout this season, regardless of the drops, because there have been receivers in the past who make those mistakes. And Rodgers basically is like, no. And so in my mind, if he, he must see potential there, if he continues to target them, like he sees the talent and it's really hard not to see the talent, right? Like I think of all the receivers taken high in this draft, Christian Watson is the freakest athlete of them all. Um, But to me, it gave me confidence waiting for Christian to kind of get there that Rogers kept going to him because if 12 is going to continue to give you opportunities, it means he knows you're going to step up at some point. Now, did we think it would be like this? No, but I'm excited that it's like this. And um, I'm glad, you know, he potentially could be a reason that Rogers like decides to come back next season.
1: I'm really glad you just said that because that's what I wanted to talk about is Rogers in his postgame presser was they were asking him, like, does the emergence of a guy like Christian Watson change kind of the trajectory of maybe where you see your career heading? Like, you know, had you not gotten on the same page with these rookies? Is it you know you talk about you don't want to be part of a rebuild? What does your next season look like for you? And I thought his answer was you know, really pertinent because he he said, like you know, you can't look back and he left Cal even though he could have played with Marshawn Lynch, could have played with Deshaun Jackson and he played with Marshawn Lynch one season, obviously. But, you know, he's like, you can't look backwards and his career turned out really promising, obviously winning a super bowl and having the success, the success that he's had in green Bay, but it does make you stop and think like it would be really fun if he's on the kind of trajectory that he is Christian Watson to be able to play with him and help him put up, you know, some of those stats and those numbers, knowing the promise that he's had, because we are seeing it now on the field instead of the hypothetical. Well, we think he can be great. He for the last four weeks has been actually great. And yeah. I think that's really exciting, too. And, yeah. you know, you mentioned Dobbs. I can't wait for them to hopefully after the bye, Dobbs is able to come back and the two of them can be on the field at the same time against the Rams.
0: Because they're both going to open up opportunities for each other mm-hmm. because if they're the two guys that are able to like make plays and I think this is something that the Packers really lacked this season was playmakers and both of them are that guy. And I think they both can obviously, you know, catch a, a go route, if you will, from Rodgers and and score a touchdown on a dime but they can also do a lot of really fun things with the ball in space and that's just not something the Packers have had in a really long time and you think about the touchdown that Jordan Love threw to Christian Watson right it was a easy route and Christian Watson is just a really phenomenal athlete with a lot of kind of like spatial awareness and was able to use his speed and take it to the end zone and the quarterback, no matter who it is, didn't really need to do anything because he was able to get yards after the catch and you know do what playmakers do, which is score points. And I think Romeo Dobbs has some of that in him too. So the idea that now kind of defenses are going to have to respect what Christian Watson can do, like they have to now after what the last like six weeks have been, Romeo Dobbs is going to come back and I think they're just going to be able to kind of play off each other. And I think it should be really exciting.
1: And I, I think what makes it so fun too is we talked – You know, because we have to look ahead a little bit when we're talking about a team that is potentially on the outside looking in come playoff time. A lot of your focus tends to shift even, you know, not on purpose towards the future. And we talked a lot about what the wide receiving core looks like. And Al Nazard might be gone. And Randall Cobb could be gone. And Sammy Watkins could be gone. And your receiving core could be Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson. So the beginning of the season, we're like, hey, we want to see these guys take some reps, start to get acclimated. Whoever the quarterback is, there's going to be a learning curve there. Now we're at the point, you know, going into the end of the season where it's like these guys have really started to put some really good stuff on tape. And it's exciting to think about. Obviously, you know, you'd miss guys like Randall Cobb just because of their personalities and who they are in their relationship to Rodgers. But we could be talking about a receiving core that is led by Watson and Dobbs next year. And I think that's kind of crazy to think about and comprehend that this receiving core could kind of funnel around two second year players who have a season's worth of snaps less than with injuries at the professional level.
0: Yeah, it's honestly not that crazy to me thinking about it though, based on what I've seen from the two of them in their rookie season. And I'm very much kind of of the mindset, like rookie year maybe is a little bit of a red shirt. You never know what you're going to get, like give them time. But if you're already coming on as much as both of them have, even with both of them battling injuries this season, then I think it's a really bright future. So it's exciting that year two, could be that kind of like next level and I mean you look at the stats and they don't really jump off the page per se and I know Romeo has been hurt but like Christian Watson is the second most leading receiver in yards right behind Alan Lazard I actually can't believe Alan Lazard has 620 yards on the season Um, that number kind of blows my mind but you know he's right behind there at 401 and seven touchdowns because he just makes the most of his opportunities Romeo Dobbs is here at 314. so I'd be curious to see where they end up at the end of the season but yeah this is going to be your one two going forward and I think regardless of who's a quarterback it's they're going to be really successful.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I think what's so exciting about this group, too, is the fact that you've got a guy like Samori Toure as well, who hasn't really had any opportunities yet, or that many, I should say, on offense. And he's waiting in the wings to be like in your wide receiving room. So there is a lot of talent on the offensive side of the ball, regardless of who's throwing the ball. And we can talk about, you know, the Goody presser if we want to, and how, of course, you know, the Packers' front office has said they would like Aaron Rodgers to come back not really newsworthy there we kind of expected that 2400 sports is an odyssey company